Oh, you think for yourself? We like that around here. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. It's been over a week and a half. We're going on two weeks now since the expiration of the use of Title 42 affects our southern border and the Biden administration's approach to illegal immigration. So where are we now when it comes to that issue, that problem, let's call it what it is, a problem that's affecting the entire country? I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for spending part of your weekend with us here on American Viewpoints. James Massa is the CEO of Numbers USA, which focuses explicitly and exclusively on uh, immigration policy in the United States. And and James, I, I want to kind of clarify because I think there's a lot of um there's a lot of uh, uh, a conversation about Title 42. And a lot of people say, well, it's gone, it's expired. Technically speaking, I guess that's not the case. Title 42 still exists, but it's not a factor anymore in this particular situation. Is that right? Well yes, Title 42 is a section of our law that has to do with giving the United States government authority to take uh, distinct and extreme actions to be able to uh, stop the spread of communicable disease. And so that was used in a way to apply to asylum seekers because it was occurring at a time when COVID was spreading. And and although the, the nation may have been in, very much in, in support of that early on, the Supreme Court eventually uh, struck it down as being too selective. It was considered to be that it was essentially discriminatory. And with the end of the official declaration of the COVID-19 emergency, is that the reason that the application was halted uh, as well? You know, I don't, I actually don't know. I think it was because it was being applied only to a very specific group for uh, reasons that were unrelated uh, to the, to the disease itself. I think that was the issue. Okay, so where do we go from here? Uh, we we know that whether it was technically the correct interpretation of the use of 42 or not, we heard a lot of reports about uh, migrants coming to the border, getting ready to cross illegally once that expired or once the policy changed. At least that was the perception we were told. So once that change did happen, what did we see at the southern border and what are we seeing up until this point? Well, you know, it's it. We haven't had a chance to completely see what's occurred yet. Uh, what we saw was that the number of interdictions by the border patrol has actually decreased. But the question is why? Uh, the, the reason why is yet to be seen in some numbers having to do with the customs side of the uh, 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 customs and patrol, because it's going to have to do with a different a different part of the government that is handling immigration at this point in time. You, you have those border guards who actually interdict people who are coming across the border illegally. You have another group that is actually processing them if they come across a point of entry. And so the numbers coming across that point of entry have not been shown yet. Those numbers we understand have spiked outrageously. So you're going to see more people coming into the nation trying to apply for asylum. They're just not going to be doing it by trying to go across the border illegally. We are visiting with James Massa from Numbers USA. Uh, let's talk about the actual uh, effect of all of this. Uh, we, you know, we we know there's a, a massive debate over immigration policy and what should happen and who should be allowed to come in and who should not and under what circumstances. All legitimate policy uh, disagreements. Uh, but at this point, we're being told every state is a border state. 
because the southern border simply is not secure. Just this past week, there were reports of an Afghan uh, resident or an Afghan citizen who's on the terror watch list being apprehended. So a lot of people have very legitimate concerns about our national security and our personal security throughout the United States. What's the status of the security or lack of at the southern border? Well, the southern border does not have operational control right now. They are people coming across without any interdiction at all. Uh, and the surprising thing is about 40% of them are not from nations in this hemisphere. They're not from nations in South America or Central America. They are coming from nations across the oceans to Central America and to Mexico, and then coming into the United States. So the fact that they found just recently uh, someone who was on the terrorist watch list is not a unique situation. That's occurred before, and it's occurring more often because these people are coming from somewhere other than in the uh, Latin America. For a lot of people that uh, would rationally say that what we have at the southern border are not hordes and hordes of poor asylum seekers who have no other way of refuge, if you can find your way from around the world into one part of the country knowing that's our weak spot, you simply have an issue of people knowing where to enter, what the path of least resistance is going to be. So which policies, James, should the administration immediately look to change if we're going to shore up and have operational control of the, of the border? Well, what, what the administration should look to do is to enforce the Title VIII laws that are already on the books. For example, the Title VIII law, which is where all naturalization and immigration exists in the U.S. law, the Title VIII law today says that if someone comes in and is seeking asylum, they must be detained in a detention center or returned to a contiguous country or the country of origin. So we are not to be releasing them on parole throughout the United States. We're to be detaining them. Those detention centers today are only 50% full, and they are not the processing centers. The processing centers are the ones where people have come in, and they're just trying to figure out what it is that they want. And those are for only a couple of days, and they have a large volume of people hitting the processing center. The detention centers are for people who said, I want asylum. They are by law to be detained until their case is uh, adjudicated. So does that mean the Biden administration is breaking the law? Yes, they're not they're not enforcing the law that says that is what you're supposed to do. And in and, and breaking the law, I would say, yes, the law is being broken because it says you must detain them and they're not being detained. So I'm, I'm not the, uh, the circuit judge, but I can tell you that that sounds like the law is not being followed. And when uh, this is, of course, in addition to all the, the Border Patrol calls gotaways, people that uh, either they spot, they believe they're illegal, they get away and people that just aren't detected in the first place. So do we have any any uh, sort of updated view of just how big or small the numbers of people coming into the country illegally at this point are? Because we, we've heard over the last two years, millions of people, and at some point it's just not sustainable economically or social service-wise or otherwise. Well, I, I got a great answer for you on that. It's a little bit over 4 million people, but 4 million people may not be something you can imagine. What you can imagine is the entire population of Los Angeles is coming into the United States every single year. We are replicating all of Los Angeles every single year with over 4 million people showing up in the United States illegally. That's the illegal. And in addition, we have over a million people who are coming into the United States legally. What would be the argument for this is no big deal, this isn't something that should be shored up right away? Well, 70% of the people in the United States all agree that what's going on 
is broken. It's not making any sense at all. People are pouring into the United States and something should be done. So I don't really have a good argument for that. Even, even those people who think, oh, we need to have people come in to be able to work on our ag uh, sector, we have an unlimited legal ag visa. So you can have as many people come in and work in ag as you want. Usually it's about 350,000 who do that legally every year. So it could be 700,000. They could do it legally. They don't have to be breaking the law to come in and work in a particular area such as that. So are there any immediate policies that could be enacted to help somehow? Oh, absolutely. If, if you're aware, H.R. 2 just passed the House of Representatives and it passed uh, 219 to 213. It was, it's the most comprehensive uh, security bill to have been passed in the House. And it's got the thinnest margin, but it still was passed. And, and it has asylum reform. It has changes to the Remain in Mexico and the Flores Act. It has changes to how the unaccompanied children are actually handled. And it also has changes to parole reform. All those changes are articulated that they make a ton of sense. When you read them, you think, why aren't we doing that already? And those are the types of things that can happen today, in addition to mandatory E-Verify, which takes away the job madden. So there's, there's a bunch of things. It's all in HR2. We think it's a great shoring up of Title VIII today. So where do we learn more about Numbers USA and what you all do? Well, you, you can learn more about Numbers USA at numbersusa.com. We are the largest single issue advocacy group in the United States. Our focus is immigration, and we allow people who are grassroots voters to have their voices heard by their elected officials. So if you want your officials to hear what you think about immigration, we can help. We, we, we help you put them in contact and know about the issues you can talk and tell me to them about it. All right, James, thanks so much for the update. Hey, thank you for the time. So where do you stand when it comes to immigration and illegal immigration? You can let me know. Tweet at me, at AVP Radio Show. We've got more American viewpoints on the way just ahead.